It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent is French. Um, you know, you can always leave me messages. I hear a lot of voicemails. And I got this one from a man who said he lives on the West Coast. I believe his girlfriend lives in Nevada. They have 20 years of age difference. And he asked me in that voicemail um, how to keep it the spark and make it work. And I'll say that to you. First, thanks for the voicemail. And two, there's no magic formula. It's one day at a time. And don't believe the hype. Meaning, if we only knew one formula to make everybody happy, everybody would be happy. So I don't buy it. It's one day at a time. It's what we do today for each other. And, you know, listening, paying attention, relax, no pressure, easy breezy, joie de vivre. That's the program. So I hope that helps you. There's no other recipe to keep people happy than, I think, one day at a time. Because that's all we have, after all, today. So that's my advice. It's an everyday task. You calls are next. You have a question for me about you love life? 855-905-8255. Leandra, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? Well, I live with my boyfriend, and he's been working really long hours lately. And when he gets home, he's just very cranky, and he wants some time to himself. And, and recently, he kind of snapped at me. And I just don't know if I should be there to support him or if I should say something like that he should be more excited to see me when he gets home. So, he's cranky. Do you know why? I mean, what's the deal? Well, he's working uh, a lot later, a lot longer hours, and he goes to the gym in the morning, so he's pretty tired when he gets home. Is he, is he hungry and he wants to eat? Yes, he's very hungry. That's it. Listen, I'm going to give you the secret from a man's point of view. All men are very you know, grumpy when they're hungry, and so you've got to feed the beast. It's not against you. It's like almost a, a genetic thing that once we have nothing left in the tank, in the stomach, and we are very hungry, I, I bet you other women listening to us now will agree, we get very grumpy. So the good news is, try this. He comes home, you guys start the cooking together. And, you know, maybe uh, you put a little crackers, a little order of, you know, like on the table. But then I say, straight both of you to the kitchen, start the cooking. And see if he gets in a better mood. Because... I get like that too. And girlfriends in my life, I said, why will you become so grumpy suddenly? Honestly, because I'm hungry. It's like uh, the hunger hurts. So hunger plus fatigue makes the grumpiness. So I suggest that the new trick is, he comes up, hi, honey, hi, that's it. Let's have dinner. You guys have dinner. And then afterwards, you talk and see if he feels you know, kinder to you, softer, talk softer, he listens, you know, stuff like that. Thanks. I'll try that. That's, that's a good idea. I'm such a fan of your show, and I really appreciate your advice. Well, anytime. Just never forget, a hungry man is a grumpy man. <laughs> Period. Thanks, Simon. All right. You have a good night, Leandra. Good luck to you. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, let's be honest. Let's help each other. So let's talk about what we need when we get home. Let's be 100% honest, brutally honest what each of us needs when we get home after work, because it's not the same, and I'll explain that next. So, you know, i got to break the myth, because it's so interesting that nobody talks about it, about, like, you know, Leandra said, you know, I, you know, my boyfriend comes home, and 
and he's grumpy and I, we discovered because he was very hungry and all that. And I said, I said, you guys have to start cooking immediately. And she's going to try that. Now, let's be honest. Men and women in general don't want the exact same thing when they go home. I've noticed that from my own experience. Maybe you can say, no, you're wrong, Simon, but let's hear me out. Most men that I know, me included, when we go home, we don't want to talk a lot. We want to um, have at least 20 minutes of very light conversation or silence, and then our mind can go back to a normal conversation and reinvest ourselves in our relationship. Now, it's not against any woman. It's not against any guy. It's just the way so many people function. We need time out. And let's reverse this now. What does a woman want when she goes home after a long day of work? Let's talk about that too. So, you know, this is based on my own experience. So please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're a woman listening. And if you're a guy, you can, you can tell me yes or no Go on my social media at Bonneville Radio. But for what I've learned from my own life and also friends of mine and talking with also my producer, Jill, uh, is that um, when a hardworking woman comes home, uh, she wants to feel acknowledged, like be seen and heard, a conversation, you know, good to see you, feel welcome. Uh, the guy doesn't need that so much. He needs the time after silence more. Women love a good conversation. So we have to manage this difficult expectation. Both are right. There's no wrong. But we're different. So we have to compromise and understand maybe we give the guy 10 minutes, just very brief conversation, 15, relax his mind, and then we can re-engage. And then us guys understand that when our girlfriend is coming home or wife, we have to acknowledge her, and it's very important that she feels that we, us guys, are happy to see her. So don't forget that big, big difference in the first 15 minutes of going home. That's what I've learned. You can comment on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Cosa next. Bonjour, Nathalie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nathalie. What's going on? Okay, so my boyfriend and I have been together a little over a year at this point, and we fell super in love very hard right away. I mean, practically moved in with him on, like, the second month we were together. And we were always talking about the future and our plans. And, and back in October, he said, you know I'm going to propose to you soon, right? Right. And... So I was expecting it at Christmas, and it didn't happen, and the New Year's, and it didn't happen. And our one-year anniversary was earlier this month, and I had said, hey, listen, I wanna, I'll do anything on anniversary. What I don't want to do is just go to dinner and to a movie. And that's what we did. And I kept waiting for, like, the big surprise that he was going to propose, but he never did. And it just, mm -hmm. like, I love him. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him. I know that he is going to propose, like, but he just didn't. And it's, I don't want to, I don't want to nag him. <laughs> okay. I think I know what you need to do. But first, tell me, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like he doesn't love me as much as I love him. Okay. And then if you feel like this. Why would you want to be with a man who loves you less than you love him? But I know that he loves me. And this isn't a make or break. Like, if, if he decided that we weren't going to get married, if, if he decided that 
listen, marriage isn't for me, I'd still be with him. It's just that he told me, you know, I'm going to propose soon. And that was seven months ago. Mm -hmm. I understand. Um, Why don't we give him another five months? Why don't we say a year when he said, I'm going to propose soon. If he doesn't do it at the end of the 12 months period, then I'm asking you to reconsider this because I don't think you called me just by accident. And I don't think the fact that you're upset that he hasn't proposed yet means that you could actually go on with him without getting, you know, engaged and married and all that. I don't think so. Natalia, I think you would, you would betray yourself. So give him a full year and let's see what happens. It has to come from him. We'll see if he wants to marry you or not. This is the moment of truth. He told you soon. So how about another five months and we wait, okay? You're right. You're right. So let's be hopeful. Let's be hopeful. And I think it's going to happen. So five months, plenty. A whole year. If he doesn't do it, then you got to call me back. <laughs> Deal. All right. Thank you so much and have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Marcy Instagram DM because she wants to know something about a guy that she likes and needs my help. So uh, her DM is next. So listen to this question that Marcy sent me on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. How do I get the guy that I like to like me more? (laughs) My friends say to post hot pictures on social media and that will get his attention. But is that a good idea? Please advise. Um, good question. Uh, is posting more risky pictures of yourself on social media uh, is a good strategy to get a guy you like to like you more? I'll tell you what I think next. So listen to this. If you're a woman and you like a guy on social media like Mercy, you know, she wants um, him to um, like her more. And some of her friends said, why don't you post some risky or hot pictures on social media to get his attention. But would you do it? Should you do it even? Is the real question. Should you post risky or hot pictures of yourself so that a guy that you like likes you more? And my advice is not. Because the eyes of a man cannot be confused with his heart. Meaning that all of us men will like a certain kind of pictures. It's nature. But it doesn't make us love you more or less. It's irrelevant. So I want you to keep posting what you want to post. Be yourself. If it's not your style, don't change your style. He likes you for who you are. I'm advising against posting more hot pictures on social media to get his attention. That is the wrong attention you're going to get anyway. Calls are next. Bonjour, Juliana. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. What's going on tonight? Uh, So my ex-boyfriend is trying to get back into my life. He broke up with me a couple years ago and then moved to another country. Um, And he and I just reconnected at a family wedding of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was invited and we hung out and danced and... He's now texting me, and I'm not sure if I should text him back or let him back into my life after he just broke up with me and moved away. So, first of all, how do you feel about him now? I mean, he broke up with me in a really harsh way. He did it over the phone after seven years of dating. 
Um, but he, uh, I mean, other than that, he was always really nice to me and a good boyfriend. It was just so out of the blue. So I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm still not over that hurt. Okay. But did he say why he broke out with you seven years ago? No, he never, he never explained it and he never apologized or anything. Okay. So, um, why would you give a, this guy a second chance? Is there any good reason to give him a second chance? Well, he was my high school boyfriend and the love of my life, I, or so I thought, um, and my first love, my first everything. So, you know, I just, I have that connection with him, and I, I guess I don't know how to say no to him. Okay. That's a very honest answer. How old are you now? I'm 32. Mm-hmm. So high school was like, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, evolution, right? So no regression. What didn't work yesterday doesn't work tomorrow. So uh, I understand very well the attachment, um, first everything, first boyfriend, first love. But you now are an adult woman, and <laughs> high school is a long, long past behind on you and, and all of us. So my advice is not to go back. I'll be honest. I'll follow my intuition if I were you. I would not give this guy a second chance. You know, okay. really learn from me because I made the mistakes of that. What didn't work yesterday does not work tomorrow. Got it. See, I shouldn't even text him back. No, you can text him back. You say, listen, uh, uh, it was good to see you, but so, so we're clear. Um, we can be friends, but that's it. Uh, you know, we're not going to go out. Or you don't answer at all. It's whatever you feel, but no matter what, just don't go back there. It's toxic for you. You're going to get intoxicated again. Oh, got it. Thank you. I feel a lot better. I appreciate Good. Good. <laughs> that I can avoid you to fall into the traps that I fell into so many times myself. So that's good. Uh, Juliana, good luck to you. Be strong. And I wish you well. You have a good night. Thank you. Goodbye, Simon. Coming up, let's go to my voicemail because I think Madison needs my help to convince her boyfriend to do something about his car. I'm not sure yet what, uh, but that's next. If you have a question for me, you leave me a voicemail, I'll play it on air, and I will answer on air, just like for Madison's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Madison, and I'm calling about my boyfriend. He hasn't gotten his car fixed or gotten his glasses prescription, which he promised me he would do when we started dating, and it's been months now. I didn't mind driving him around at first, but now there's two things that he's being lazy on. He needs both of those, and it's just really causing stress in our relationship and resentment, and I just don't know how to say it to him because, you know, men and their um, egos. What do you think? Can you help? Men and the ego. Yes. Uh, how do you convince your boyfriend that he has to fix his car and get new glasses? I'll tell you what to do next. So this is an interesting question, but it's like a reality check. If you have a partner who should change his glasses or upgrade them and uh, fix his car and he is lazy and doesn't do it, what can you do to make it happen? Well, Madison, my answer is do not enable him anymore, meaning don't drive him around. Trust me, that's the best thing to do. He wants to get around, but you still enable his behavior of laziness and not upgrading the car or fixing it. Stop driving him around. Plain and simple. No need to make a big scene, no need to do anything special. Just, you want to drive, honey? You drive your own car. Have a great day. Believe me, quickly, he will fix the car. You call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous. 
855-905-8255. Bonjour Amara. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Amara. So I understand you have a lovely story that you want to share with us tonight. I am all ears. Yeah, um, my boyfriend uh, back in college, I find like this is like a lost art. So my boyfriend back in college, I was living in Canada at the time. So I used to go back and forth for the holidays and stuff like that. And every time um, I left, he would drop me to the airport. And when I came back, he would be standing there at the bottom of the stairs with flowers and, you know, a card. And we would go to like our favorite restaurant. And I feel like um, that stuff is like a lost art. Like nobody picks anybody up from the airport anymore, much less, you know, you get flowers just for like returning. Um, so I really like miss that um, uh, about him and, you know, people in general. How did, how did that make you feel? So as a woman, you know, you see him at the airport, he's holding his flowers. And how, how did that make you feel? Uh, it made me feel amazing. I was in college at the time, so that was my very first boyfriend. So I just thought that's just how people, like, that's what you're supposed to do. And, you know, uh, I've since graduated from college, and I realized that's not, it's a, it's a lost art. So he was very special, and I ne never asked him to do that. That was just something that he did. Um, so it made me feel special, and even when I think about it today, it makes me feel special. I understand. Um, this is all about education, right? This is the whole thing. It's how um, his parents educated him. I've come from the same old school, flowers, handwritten notes, stuff like that. But now you're right. It's a lost art, and, and uh, it's more about texting, DM, other things like this. So I'm glad you brought back that story, and, and I think it's wonderful. Thank you for sharing this, this what I call old school way to romance uh, in, into Thank the you. show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Final question for you. If you had to choose between stability and chemistry in a relationship, which one would you choose next? If you had to choose between stability and chemistry in a relationship, which one would you choose? Stability or chemistry? I posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and 56% of you voted stability, 44% of you voted chemistry. Um, for me, there is no possibility of a relationship without chemistry. So if, if we don't like each other, it's not even going to have a kiss. So the stability will come later. So I go for the chemistry. I, I don't have the details between men and women. I wish I did. It would be interesting and information. Anyway, thank you so much for voting. Merci beaucoup pour avoir écouté ce show ce soir. Merci et à demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.